Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Hooligan Report. I'm your host as always, SM, and with me tonight I have Cookson. Yo puedo hablar Spanish while tengo mi acanto latino caloruso. Somebody, somebody needs subtitles for this one. Uh, we've got Cruyff. Guten Abend. Ich name Cruyff. And we've got Type Club. Buenos dias. <laughs> oh shit, you guys have thrown me under the bus, haven't you? Um, we've, had a, we've had a pretty eventful weekend of Premier League football, which was in the English, English Premier League. Um, sí. The English sí. Premier League. Sí, muy bueno. <laughs> And we might start with the early game, which was uh, big old Liverpool against Sunderland. And Cruyff, I might, I might start with you and I'll ask you one question. Uh, if Arsenal mandated Sanchez to uh, go off and take a holiday for a couple of weeks, how would you feel about that? Cry. Cookson took the words right out of my mouth as he wasn't kissing me. So how do you reckon Liverpool fans would be feeling about Sterling living it up in Jamaica at the moment? Oh, well, I'm not sure. You'd have to ask a Liverpool fan, but... I'm, I'm sure with their other mate, good old uh, Sturridge in Boston at the Red Sox, I'm sure that they wouldn't be too happy. So they, they kind of struggled through to but a 1-0 win over Sunderland. In, in fairness, though, Sterling's been quite tired, so he needs all the rest he can get <laughs> to recuperate and be back to his best. Yeah, well, he does. He's living it up in Jamaica. Do you, a serious question, though. Do you reckon that that's poor man management by uh, Brendan Rodgers, that instead of just, you know, leaving him on the bench for a game, it's gotten to a, such a drastic point that he has to sort of take a couple of weeks off? Are you asking me or everyone? Oh, everyone. The other boys can answer first. Type club? Your man, occasionally. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to Jamaica, come on. Just relax. <laughs> Maybe you get some marijuana and some Bob Marley in you. It's going to be second half of the season. Oh, oh, How much have you had to drink tonight? I'm sober. <laughs> That's yeah. a scary thing. Uh, Type Club, yeah, what do you reckon about the situation? Terrible, terrible man management. Um, just awful from Rogers. Really, really bad. Um, <laughs> Sterling, he's just, he's been playing into the ground and he's very tired and that's why he's in Jamaica. Yeah, so, I mean, they struggled to a 1-0 win over Sunderland with a goal courtesy of uh, Lazar world-class Markovic, uh, and it was certainly a world-class goal, a little scrappy dink between the legs of the keeper. Oh, yeah, world-class. <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of questions, back, just back to the registration story, I think yeah. a lot of questions you need to be asked of him in general as a manager, because he's made all these uh, comments about Tottenham spending $100 million winning the league, yet he's done the same thing, hasn't done it, spent more money in, in uh, the last window coming into this season. His squad isn't doing any better. Yes, they lost Suarez, which is obviously a big loss, but I do think more questions need to be asked of him. I think it's kind of good for him, though, that Markovic scored the winner or the scored the goal for this game because it's starting to justify a couple of his signings because I think Emre Jean and Markovic certainly are starting to put their hands up and... and make themselves counted. Uh, obviously, you've got Lovren and perhaps um, Lambert who've fallen by the wayside. Um, but at least it's it's positive signs for Rogers that a couple of the signings are starting to come on a bit. And they're still quite young. Yeah, Markovic, the guy, he just looks really, really world-class. I mean, he looks like... <laughs> He looks like a young Ronaldo on the on the flanks, you know. Um, I'm not, not getting carried looking. away or anything, but um, <laughs> I'm trying not to get carried away. Yeah, we can't get carried away. If, here. if he's the next Ronaldo, who's the next Messi? Oh yeah, probably Sterling, isn't it? <laughs> Someone from United. <laughs> Johnny Evans. No, you gave Pogba away, Cookson. We have Yanazai. <laughs> yeah, you kept Yanazai, but. Not uh, Markovic is showing potential, but it's whether he can keep it up and actually fulfil it is yeah, the other absolutely. question. But 
if he if he keeps playing the way he does and Rodgers gets the best out of him, there's no reason why Liverpool won't have a world class player on their hands. So he'll be overplayed and will have to go on holidays to Jamaica? <laughs> to Serbia. Yeah, maybe Serbia. <laughs> to the mountains. Yeah. I don't uh, think Rodgers is getting money to spend in this window. Um I think they're a bit spooked out those those FSG guys. Do you reckon that do you reckon they'll uh, try and get some sort of striker in? I mean, the, the options are looking pretty thin. And I mentioned before the podcast, you guys. I mean, we can take it with a grain of salt, but there's rumours that they're going after Higuain, for instance. Um, do you think they might go after just that one striker or a keeper, even? Or if, they go, if they're going to get someone from Napoli, it should be Rafa Benitez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it's likely. It looks like just one of those. Um, clickbait things that you get from it might even originate from Liverpool um, but yeah it looks like something that maybe even Owen, Owen recommended this guy because he he recommended Pogba he reckons they should buy Pogba Michael Owen <laughs> yeah Michael Owen reckons that Liverpool should he'd be a good replacement for Gerard he reckons he's a, he's a donut though <laughs> yeah. Michael Owen's an absolute donut what about, what about Carragher's suggestion that they could get Barkley for 12 million I think that was more oh, of yeah. a troll but that's yes, just yeah, yeah, equally equally yeah. stupid but I mean job done I think I, I I don't think Owen's got any credibility about his opinions at all. No, I mean, if you might as well just ask for Nua to replace Mignola if you're going to go there. <laughs> if you're going to go yeah, for Pogba. Why not? Just, they yeah. should just try and get Ronaldo too. Yeah, and Messi. Just get all the world-class all-stars. All right, Leo Messi. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll move on, and um, down the other end of the table, Burnley got quite a solid win over QPR, winning 2-1, um, despite a Charlie Austin penalty going the other way. Um, Burnley are starting to pick up a couple of wins. They're starting to... I think they've actually climbed out of the relegation zone now. The, uh, They're, I think, 17th, and your mob's 18th. Yeah, I was oh. going to mention who'd slipped into the zone, but thank you, Cruyff. No worries. Um, so, Burnley um, Burnley's starting to string a few together. They've got Crystal Palace next, which is obviously well, be a good potentially game. a winnable game game. Um, Pardew's got them going as well, but we'll talk about that later. But um, Burnley's starting to look the goods, slowly but surely. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's just if they can keep it up, but I guess the smaller clubs, it's with momentum and and the belief, but one bad result for them could completely change things inside their camp. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of momentum, Leicester secured another win against Aston Villa, winning 1-0, um, which I think is their second win in three games. Uh, so that's also... The relegation zone's starting to really tighten up now. Uh, there's no straggler anymore. Leicester's kind of closed that gap. They're only three points away from uh, 15th, I think, which is Palace. So, I mean, you know... It's all getting quite tight down that end. Yeah, it's a great result for Leicester. Really good win. I mean, considering... they, they definitely need, they definitely needed it. I mean, after the, the the poor run they had towards the end the end of last year through October to December, whatever it was, I mean, they, they were really struggling to score goals and 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 get points on the board. So it's it's lucky for them that they've found a bit of form. Yeah, and when you look at the table now, from 12th to 20th, there's only five points separating Everton to Leicester. Uh, you'd suggest all the teams above that. You know, Stoke and upwards are probably safe because uh, Stoke are four points ahead of Everton. But when you think that there's yeah four points between 11th and 12th, but then five points between 12th and 20th, uh, it's starting to get quite tight. Yeah, I mean, a, 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 any, any one of those teams could go down, really. I mean, Everton haven't been that good. I mean, they've only climbed up, I mean, because of the, the draw with City. And if if clubs keep performing as poorly as they have been, any any of those teams can be slugging out in the relegation spots. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next game is Chelsea, who managed to beat Newcastle 2-0 to banish the uh, earlier loss 
to Newcastle. Um, pretty poor performance by Chelsea, though, from all reports. I mean, Oscar wasn't looking at his best. Uh, Hazard didn't really get into the game all that much. Uh, and Costa, Costa struggled up forward uh, until his goal. <laughs> Ironically, of course, being that Oscar actually got the first goal as well. But um, his touches and, 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 that sort of, and ball retention and that sort of thing was quite poor by all reports. I just think it's what, it's after a lot of fixtures, I reckon, like, most clubs looked very crap this weekend. Yeah, I think the uh, the festive period is really having its toll on, on teams and FA Cup and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's just... I, I think as well, though, Mourinho doesn't rotate much, and I think that's come back to bite Chelsea, at, especially at this period of the year with the Christmas New Year period. I think from the... who They, they lost to someone, Spurs... The game before Spurs, I think they, they put out exactly the same lineup, and I think that came back to bite Mourinho, the lack of rotation. And a club of Chelsea's size, with their depth, really have no problem with rotation, so it's, it's surprising that he didn't, he didn't rotate. Yeah, but all their yeah. depth's on loan to other clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you look at their bench, I mean, they've, they've got Shula, they've got Zuma, um, Willian, um, Salah, Remy. to a lesser extent, Remy, Drogba. I mean, John, uh, Mikel, even though he's not that popular at Chelsea, but I mean, it's not like they struggle to put out quality, or maybe not quality players, but good players to rest first-teamers in, in, a, in a period like that. I'm amazed yeah. that Remy's not getting more game time. I think Mourinho's got his favourites, as people mentioned on the forum, and Drog- Costa is one of them, and Drogba's clearly the other one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's strange, though, because I mean, Drogba at the age of the years and Costa with the injury troubles that he had early in the season, it's surprising that Remy's not, as you're saying, not getting rotated into the team a bit more and giving Costa a bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when he brings... Yeah, yeah. yeah you've got top clock. When he brings these guys on that he's not using much, they look rubbish. Um, and on the, other, on the other side, the starters who know their place is safe, um, they sometimes look to be complacent. And they'll be predictable. That's the whole problem with not rotating. Well, it's, it's all kind of a bit, um, a bit of a vicious cycle because the players who aren't getting much game time can be quite rusty when they come on, which in turn can vindicate Mourinho in his mind to not playing them in the first place. Uh, and then they end up just sitting on the bench and, and not getting much game time, which just makes them more rusty. Yeah, and it also, as we said, um, makes the players a bit too comfortable. Costa, it just doesn't look like he's running as hard as he was at the start of the season. Um, he, can, he was visibly working harder in the beginning. Uh, I don't think he's injured right now. Well, speaking of um, quality strikers, one that returned for Man City against Everton, which was Aguero, uh, who played about the last 20, 20 or so minutes of the match. Uh, and that match finished one all, um, probably due to a pretty big brain fade from Joe Hart, would you say? Yeah, odd, odd, odd goalkeeping, really. I mean, I when I first saw that goal, I thought, what is he doing? He's come quite far off his line for that ball, made a gallant attempt to punch it, but completely missed it altogether, and as a result, they've conceded a goal. And then on the other side of it, um, Zabaleta's handball in the lead-up to Man City's goal probably have evidence supporters fuming. So, I mean, maybe on the balance of things, it all kind of evened out in the end. Terrible result for Man City. Um, dominated the possession, 18 shots, only two on target. That's just... There's only one stat that matters. Goals. 1-1 yeah. That's it. Well, it's amazing that Everton were looking so poor just a couple of games ago, uh, and now can they can go and draw with Man City. Um, obviously, they played quite a strong side. I think Barkley, Lukaku, those sorts of players were starting this game. So they're obviously up for the game, but <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe this is the start of a turn in form a for resurgence, Everton. resurgence, maybe. Yeah. 
But, I mean, Everton need to get it together quickly. They're playing like relegation contenders at the moment. Well, I think they've got a. Uh, I think they've got West Brom next, um, who are starting to show a bit of a revival under Tony Pulis, and we can talk about that game now, which was against my mob. Um, and the, the main highlight I wanted to talk about from this match was the very peculiar back pass leading to the indirect free kick, which I think... The last time I remember seeing a free kick of that sort was with your mob, Cruyff. I think, was it Chesney or Minoni? It was one of those in the Champions League, I think, picked the ball up after a back pass. It was maybe, no, maybe two or three Minoni, years ago. I, th- I think Minoni, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But yeah, I, I, did, I, I, I did see the West Brom goal, but I was unsure why the indirect free kick occurred. But I, I guess you've answered the question now. Yeah. yeah, look, I mean, first instinct, I was pretty furious at Elmo for, for tapping the ball back to McGregor. But on reviewing why, it... What? Why, why did he pick it up? Was it unclear that it was a back pass? No, no, or? no. He, I think McGregor was coming out to pick it up. Elmo thought he was coming out to just boot it away, so he just sort of tapped it back to him. And McGregor was already sort of... Clearly, he'd, he was already, like, going to pick it up. And in that split second where Elmo passed it back to him, he didn't quite react and think about it, I guess, in the heat of the moment. It was all very quick, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's... Back pass through, I just don't uh, understand why Elmo touched it, really. It was just a really unnecessary touch. Maybe he got scared by Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so the... Terrible. So, yeah, terrible. it was terrible. Moving, moving right along from that. <laughs> can, I just, can I just mention something quickly? Sorry, I was surprised that um, uh, Czech uh, Courtois got dropped in place of Czech. Was he injured? I, I don't know. I, yeah. I thought he... I, oh, he was injured? Or... I'm not sure. No, 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 no. He, he was, was on dropped. the bench. Yeah, because... Yeah, he was on the bench, so... He, Zuma and Czech uh, came in for Courtois and Cahill, so I, I thought I thought that was a quite um, gutsy move by Mourinho. But well, I mean, it just killed, shows no one's safe, really, no matter how good you are. Killed my bloody fantasy side having Courtois on the bench, but at least I got rid of Cahill in time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Ivanovic was the other one that should probably get dropped, but didn't think there was many problems with Courtois at the moment. I'm not sure what happened there. There's a bit of an odd one, I guess, um, reacting to the loss to Spurs. They wanted to shake things up a little bit. Well, yeah, he caught five goals. Um, yeah. It so, makes but... sense that he was dropped, but I just thought it was quite surprising after one bad game he's been given the flick. And it will be interesting to see if he can reclaim his spot back from Czech. Yeah, it will yeah. be. Um, so Pulis and Pardew both getting winning debuts for their new sides with uh, Palace beating Spurs, which is a bit of a surprising one. I what mean, a, I went, what I, a shame. I went to bed with... <laughs> I went, bit, I went to bed with uh, <laughs> Harry Kane giving Spurs the lead uh, and woke up to Palace having got the win, uh, which was which was a, obviously a great result for Pardew because Spurs have been in really good form lately. Yep, and that's adventurous to quite a lot of teams going for that fourth spot. But again, that's probably typical of Spurs. They look good, then just when they get to the Champions League places, they go shit. Yeah, well, speaking of sides going for those Champions League, Champions League spaces, I believe your mob lost to Southampton last night, Clemson. <laughs> You oh. believe correctly, SM. Yeah, I believe correctly. And I've seen the goal, and it was pretty shocking, shocking sort yeah, of goal. Who, who was on the line, or near the line, that try and stop the shot from Cardiff? Blackett. I, surpri- I, I was surprised he didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a really weird goal, because it didn't even seem to have that much power behind it. It was just placement. Yeah, I reckon because he had to run from the opposite side of the box, which means he had to cover, and De Gea was on the ground, so he had to stand in the middle, which didn't help him that much. But still, I was just disappointed. I mean, will the hair be dropped? Do you think? <laughs> well, we've got Victor Valdez as number two, so. Well, it was interesting seeing um, Van Hal's comments about that and saying that Van, that 
Valdez isn't happy being number two, but you know what goalkeeper should be, uh, which almost seemed to imply that he's he's kind of welcoming the competition and may well drop De Gea if he's in poor form. Yeah, but I don't really see De Gea getting dropped anytime soon, to be honest. I mean, it's probably just insurance if he gets sold. You reckon you might sell him? Well, put it this way, if we get like 60 million or something like that, you probably would sell him. What do you reckon is the lowest that they would accept? You'd take 45, I reckon. Yeah, it's... However, however, there aren't many quality keepers going around at the moment that A, they can buy, and B, that they actually are. Yeah, Yeah, I'd love a world-class keeper at Real Madrid. What about Boyan's suggestion of, uh, was it Isco and Varane? Varane. Varane. (laughs) Wow. Bajan, what's he doing? What's he what's he saying? <laughs> I don't get Isco. I mean the one thing you can't say about United is that we don't have enough number tens. That's right. I, I, yeah. I you don't but then at the same time do you say no to a player of Isco's ilk? Well it's I would I mean one hundred percent would start. Yeah, but you got matter and all that. I mean I would rather That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it does when you've already got matter. <laughs> it does matter or it doesn't matter. <laughs> It matters when we have matter. <laughs> Might move away from the poor puns and um, talk about the last last game, which is your mob, Cruyff, who actually finally got a win against Stoke and won 3 0. I've still got so stuff I say... to talk about, to rant about SM. Hold your horses. Sorry? Still got stuff to rant about. <laughs> Alright, we'll go yes. back to United. Zero shots on target. Zero yeah. shots on target? That's yeah. the big What, what is, is going. If, if, if you were Van Hal, what would you be changing or doing? Or not for, doing whatever? For at the back? I mean, we had five players out of position. <laughs> yeah, I see Daily Blind at, in the defense. Blind, instead of defense, was playing as a left uh, left center back. We had our best striker in midfield. Our be- <laughs> one of our best midfielders is a striker. Lashore in midfield? No, he was on the wing back. Like, he's not a wing Wait, back. Who was, playing, uh, who was playing where? So Blind was center back. Di Maria was striker. Wh- wh- why? Because we lack pace up front. Well, but Fel- Felcao wasn't even in the squad. Yeah, that's because he was a bit... I reckon he was a bit injured or a bit under the cloud or something. Do you reckon you guys will sign him? I reckon he probably had a well, slight injury on either Apparently, arrest. Apparently, United have to sign him. Yeah, From I, what I saw I've that. read on the forum, I saw United that. have to sign him because someone's mate in Manchester is a member of the club. <laughs> and apparently they have to sign Falcao. Well, I'll tell you what, Cruyff. I've got a mate who's a Hull City supporter. He swears to me, black and blue, that we're going to have Jekko coming our way any day now. Oh, is that because he's a member of the club? Well, he lives near the club, so that means <laughs> oh, that he must have, that, yeah, he must must have good it. information. That must be it. His, yeah. his geographical location means that his information is spot Can't on. argue with that. Can't argue with that. Can't argue. Location tells everything. I mean, I live in Melbourne. I mean, I know everything about Melbourne victory. Yeah? But um, you have to wonder with... with with Van Hal, he's got all these. He's got. You've got to say United's attack and most of their midfield is quite good. You'd have to wonder why he's playing these players out of position. You shouldn't need have to play a player like Di Maria up front if you're lacking pace. If the midfielders are good enough to get the ball into the into the box, the, the striker should be finishing finishing the chances at the club since Henri. Since Henri, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably um, agree with that. <laughs> I mean, other choices are Robin Van Persie though, or Fabregas. He's definitely the best in the league right now. Um, 12 goals, you'd 7 assists. Above, you'd have him above Aguero? Yeah, just because of Aguero's injury. Uh, before Aguero, when Aguero was, was not injured, uh, yeah. he was probably ahead. But now, uh, uh, this guy yeah, but is taking it But you'd have to say that if Aguero returned to form, you'd have him in front of Sanchez, or you'd still have Sanchez in front? Well, if Sanchez keeps his form up, Aguero will have to miss out this season just because he got that injury. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, 
How do you say it without laughing? That's uh, true, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I think. I think if I think Aguero will return to form, and I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge him at all if he won Football of the Year or any of those. Any, see, see that's another. They 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 get um, neglected goalkeepers, and again, De Gea would be a, a fine choice too. But I just don't think you get it because he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. But we we it, I didn't watch our game unfortunately, but apparently it was our best performance of the season. I'm but, shocked that you didn't watch it, Cruyff. That's not like you. Arsenal's best performance or Sanchez. <laughs> Either or, take your pick. Yeah, I thought it was Sanchez's best. The thing with Arsenal, though, we're that, we play City next week, oh, and shit. I guess it's good that we had a good game this week, but we're just so inconsistent, like a lot of the league have been this season. We, we could get pumped, absolutely pumped next week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's at Etihad, too, so it wouldn't surprise me if we lost 3 0. It's well, going yeah. to be a boring nil all draw. I'd take it. Well, well, we might we might on that topic we'll move on to the previews of next week and uh, yeah, Man City do take on Arsenal and probably the tie of the round. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's at the Etihad. Mm. Empty had. We <laughs> 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 might feel it this week. It's Arsenal. A lot of Arsenal fans will probably travel. Buy one, get one for free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> How do you see that one playing out? I think I don't think we'll win. I'm I'm, I'm being realistic. I mean, I'd, I'd gladly take a draw. I'd love for us to win, but. I don't, I don't think we'll win. Do you reckon Kuhn's fit enough to start? It should be. It's a week off. Or a week yeah, but he hasn't played. How, many, how, how, many, how long did he play for on the week? Uh, uh, this week? 20, 25 minutes, I think. That's the, I don't think that's enough to get match fitness. Personally, I'd play him in the reserves for maybe a half, 60 minutes. Yeah. Give, give, him, some, give him some fitness. And as then, long as he's not yeah. playing against Arsenal. No, and, no, and then I'm saying I'd, bring him, I'd have him playing in against Arsenal as well. That's what, that's what I would do if I was Pellegrini. Because they're playing, they're playing the Sunday afternoon. I don't know when their reserves play, but there might be the oh, chance to play. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. no idea personally, but I mean, I'd, I'd love for him to start on the bench. You should totally tell Pellegrini to do that. <laughs> I, I'd love for Aguero to start on the bench, but I, I think City's attack might be too much for our defence, yeah. even, without, even without Aguero. Was it, was it this game last season that ended 5-3? Yes, 6-3. 6-3, yeah. 6-3. That, yeah. And I well, think Koscielny went off injured. Mertesacker scored right at the end as well, didn't he? I think, I think so. We got, we got pumped though. That, that's yeah. the that's that, that, that's the thing. But that was that, that was at that point of the season. You were flying and you barely considered winning really at all. I think it was about November. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it would have been uh, early December, I think. Oh, it... around that. Yeah, around yeah. that period. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's when. But again, last season we lost to all the top teams anyway, so it didn't really make a difference. Yeah, that's the only thing with with this game. Um, it's a big game for Arsenal, so they're going to step lose. Up. We don't. Yeah. yeah, we don't. We don't step up. Wenger has a terrible record against top three opposition. Um, something like 70% loss rate or something in the last 30 games. We haven't beaten United since 2008 or something. Cookson wow. might know. I have no idea, but it's, it's been a long time. And against Chelsea, he never beats, he's never beaten Real. Yeah, he's, 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 ne- he's, he's never beaten Mourinho either. Yeah, never. Um, Mourinho is an invincible against Wenger. Um, yeah. Sorry, did just... Sorry, what were you going to say, Cruyff? Um, yeah, it's just something that I think all the other managers have over him, and he just can't he can't shake it. Even Rodgers smashed him last season. Liverpool were good last season, though. Yeah. yeah that's because of Suarez, not because of Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers <laughs> is a plank. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that wasn't a fun game to watch either. But How'd you guys go against Liverpool in earlier this season? Did you... Oh, honest question, was it a draw? Um, I can't remember. I think so. I think it was a favourable result for Arsenal. Yeah, I think it was a, like a 2-0 win. 
I think. Yeah, something I, like that. I, I, I don't remember, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was a big been, game. <laughs> but um, It was 2-2. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a draw. Yeah, they scored in the last... Skirtle scored in the last minute. That's, that's right. right, yeah, it yeah. December, it wasn't long ago, yeah. yeah. Um, again, and I think, we, again, we should, we should have won that, but our stupid marking on corners let us down. But anyway... Um, other games to look forward to for this weekend. There aren't there aren't that many. It's not a huge weekend, but we've got Burnley up against Palace, which we started to mention before. Um, Burnley back in some form. Palace starting to look pretty good under Pardew. Um, that one could probably go either way because it's at at Turf Moor. Um, starting to get on a bit of a run, Burnley. Maybe yeah. maybe a chance against Palace. I, yeah, I think so. And Danny Ings is in some form. Um, remind me of, obviously, of Austin's burst into form earlier in the season. Um, Ings is another one of those young English strikers who's kind of the come up Rooney. with Burnley. The, <laughs> next, the next Rooney United will buy him for £30 million. Yeah, or the next whoever. As, as maybe, maybe Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, has to to, he, has to, he has to go to Southampton first, doesn't he? Before Liverpool buy him. Yeah, that's, that's a natural progression. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Burnley at home a decent chance. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Should have be. To say so. Yeah. Palace haven't travelled that well, have they? Um, uh, I wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell you. Mm. I'm not sure. You, you could, no, yeah, they haven't. You, you, you They've won one game away. Burnley walked away with three points. Yeah. Um, other games to talk about, perhaps. Yeah. There, there Sorry. I I I'd Burnley confidently. Yeah. Um, other games to talk about, perhaps we've got Spurs up against Sunderland. I think Sunderland have one win in their last 11 games, so their form's starting to dip pretty dangerously as well. Um, and as we talked about, basically any of those bottom six or seven teams could really, or eight teams could really um, be well, in a bit of danger. Cases, yeah. yeah. I'd say Spurs at home. Yeah, yeah Sp- you... Spurs at home should probably get the result, but I mean, you could see that being one of those games where Sunderland nicks a draw. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with that. Okay, Sunderland. <laughs> it's, uh, it's January... I think Sunderland's going to win this. It's, it's a big call. I yeah. hope you're right, Cookson. Where are you pulling that from? <laughs> we know where he's pulling that from. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Where, where'd it come from, man? <laughs> a bottle of, a, the bottle of a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Uh, and Kane Kane might be too hard to stop in Ericsson, but I mean, you would have said the same with Spurs against Palace, but I guess anything's possible this season. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Sunderland last year go on some ridiculous run to the start they of beat January? City, or they like beat City, so. they beat United, I think, and they beat Chelsea. Or City. Yeah. City, City, Liverpool, us, and Chelsea or something. Yeah. Some ridiculous run, so maybe history will strike twice. Who knows? Um,. The Monday night game, or the Tuesday morning game, for us us here in Australia, we've got West Brom up against uh, Everton. Um, maybe the Pulis run can continue, can continue uh, against the struggling Everton? Or do we reckon that Everton's back in a bit of form after their result against Man City? Let's back the Pulis... The charge is Pulina, Pulina doesn't... I don't know. Pulisinho. Pulisinho. That's awesome. Pulis, it just doesn't work with any of them. I'll tell you what, this is the time to be getting um this is the time to be getting wisdom into your fantasy side, I reckon. Young, cheap defender from West Brom. They'll be keeping a lot of clean sheets on the Pulis, I reckon. I've had him from the start. I've, I had him I've and had I got rid of him. Start on the bench every game. I've had him and gotten rid yeah, of him. I've had him too. All season I've had him. So he's, he's a valuable good, kid. 
He's a good one to have at the moment. I reckon oh, yeah. they're going to start keeping quite a few clean sheets now under Pulis. Maybe starting, or well, they're continuing this week after they got one last game. Yeah, they might even get accepted into the rugby league. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Stokes' plan. Uh, they got rejected after Pulis left. <laughs> uh, and perhaps the last interesting game of the uh, of the round is Newcastle up against Southampton. Two sides that generally finish that, that's decently good- high. That's a very interesting game. Is that at St. James's? It is indeed. Yeah. I'm well, looking forward a, to this one. That's a, Yeah, that's a very interesting game. Cumin's Koom, done very well. He has. Um, I mean, everyone expected them to drop off, and they did have that dip in form where they had all the tough matches in a row, but um, they're still up in third. They've just beaten United, so maybe they can hang on and get top four. Did anyone predict them to do well? No. I think everyone was writing them off after all their players and manager left. Yeah. yeah. I think we all called them for relegation. Yeah. Yeah. He's killing everyone in the prediction league. Yeah, I think that's my big one. Well, my big one's, I think, West Ham, who I had down in 18th, I think. Yeah, but Southampton, they're third. And Southampton's uh, the other one, yeah. And then they slapped. They beat Arsenal. They beat Manchester. That's why they're up there. Southampton have, haven't had many key injuries, though, have they? They beat City as well, I think. Yeah. You still remember, they have, what, a very thin squad compared to all the other big sides. Yeah. Let's, say, let's say they lose... Pelé to injury. Pelé and, and, let's say, Schneiderlin. Yeah, what's, the what's thing is, there? though, yeah, you're right, but the thing is, um, I've had Pele for like five weeks in fantasy, and he's not doing anything for me, man. <laughs> yeah, this I is true. They're scoring goals through other means. They're getting guys like Bertrand and um, uh, Fonte and stuff are scoring their goals. They've got the best defense in the league. Um, I'm not, I don't know why. Their defenders don't look particularly amazing. Um, I mean, you could probably put Lovren in there, and he'd still look good, you know? <laughs> we did last uh, season. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, they've got the best defense. Um, and we used to say that if they get through that tough run and they're still in the top four, then they're proper candidates and they're, they're third now. So uh, I don't think their run is getting much harder either. I think it gets a bit easier now. Well, I, I asked you boys last week who you thought were going to get relegated. So I'll ask you this week who you think will be top four. Lock your s- money on Arsenal. Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal. We, we do not miss the top four. So you think Chelsea, City, United and you guys? Yeah. It will be that. I mean, you could say about Southampton this and that, but still, there's a reason why United and Arsenal are big clubs, and they have because they have big squads. It's a fair point. United, United we're, we're we're playing absolute rubbish for the last, let's say November December, and they were still getting results. Yeah, they they, they were yeah. playing like absolute trash, and were somehow still walking away with three points. Poor poor clubs don't do that. Yeah, like yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Four clubs don't do that. <laughs> well, well, we'll move on from the Premier League then, and I think, Cookson, you wanted to chat about the uh, Asian Cup, which has kicked off in Australia in the last few yes. days. Yes, get in um, well for Australia, winning 4-1. I believe you are at the, at the game. The old in the Australian supporters section. How did you feel really? after about five minutes in? We were all like going, oh, shit. <laughs> A couple of minutes was were saying Ange out. And you out at halftime. Oh, I didn't really hear that. Often. No, 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 my mates are saying my mates Grand Blue at all. What's that? Did you react similar to Grand Blue at all? <laughs> no, Grand Blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't have a full meltdown, but well, Cahill I think Yellow... doesn't doesn't belong in the first team, does he? Cahill, <laughs> Jack. I, I I think though, once Cahill goes, we're in a lot of trouble. I think there's a few players that starting to put their hands up, but no one anywhere near the caliber of Cahill. You're right. I, I mean. Can we just ask, you know, maybe another country for a player? I mean, 
reckon <laughs> Portugal would give us Ronaldo? I love... Uh, you know Ronaldo yeah, could have played for Australia? Yeah, it's not, it's not the 50s anymore, man. <laughs> true, true story, Ronaldo really? could have played for us. Yeah, his grandmother lives in Perth. Wow. Say what? Yeah, and true story. Look it up. How did you not know that type club? You're like the biggest Ronaldo fanboy out. I'm disappointed. I, I didn't even know like, that. I thought that was like a kind of half commonly known thing. Have they got a statue in Perth for him? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to hook that up. They might have to build one. Imagine if we did have Ronaldo, though. He, like, he, should have be the play- he would not be the player he is today. But let's just assume... Let's if he was playing at Real Madrid, he'd still be... It's, it's like Bale with Wales. Bale's it's... still an amazing player. Oh, yeah. you're meaning that aspect. I, I was talking further back in terms of... Oh, like uh, if he'd grown training up Training and, oh, and no, all, no, no. all that sort of stuff. But no, if, he, if the Ronaldo just slotted into an Australian team, wow. Wow. You'd get a lot yeah. of bums on seats, I reckon. Just give him the ball. Yeah. He should, so, he should look at that, that switch. I, 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 do you guys think we'll win it, or...? Japan, um, no, Japan I think favorites. I think Japan are probably favourites. South Korea aren't looking yeah. that solid. They only Iran, just got past Iran. Iran will do alright. Yeah, they always yeah. do okay. They, they, I reckon. They, oh, you go, Cookson. I reckon Australia can win it. I mean, we played some better football than we have for quite a long time, and it's a good start. It's just we look, we just we make stupid mistakes at times. My we got issue, home my, ground advantage too. My yeah. issue is that we, yeah, we looked great against Q8, but it's Q8, it's Q8. and yeah, they're exactly. the worst team in the tournament. Oh, we, oh, did did you see Qatar? No, <laughs> but I mean rankings wise, they're the worst team in the tournament, oh, and they were yeah. they were pushing up a lot for that equaliser in the second half, leaving a lot of space for our players, and we had a few guilt guilt edge chances that we still missed. So it's not as if we played out of our skins. But again, we did do well against the Dutch in the World Cup, and we probably provided the biggest scare that they had in that tournament. But that's the worry, is that maybe we're a bit complacent that we look at our World Cup performances and think, oh, we, yeah, we'll be beating these sides pretty easily. And you look what happened, you know, a couple of minutes in, Q8 got a goal. Yeah. We just need to be switched on for 90 minutes again. Yeah. But then again, maybe the goal was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Did anyone see the UAE-Qatar game? No, no, I missed that one. Two on four. UAE's in, in the fa- in favor of Qatar, and UAE still scored. <laughs> it, it, it was one of the worst defensive things. I only saw highlights, but one of the worst defensive performances that I've ever seen. Well, Palestine played Japan this afternoon, I think, and Japan were up four nil in the first half, from what I wow. saw. Wow! So I don't know how that one ended, but probably wow. not well for Palestine. You seeing North Korea play, they were crossing it more than David Moyes' team. <laughs> That's because Kim Jong-un told them to. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, apparently the North Korean news had the glorious Korean team managed by the leader Kim Jong-un won 4-0. <laughs> South Korea lost 10-0. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. They don't have internet, so no one can verify it. Yeah. Apparently, oh, apparently Kim Jong-un wants Leo Messi to come visit North Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would, would, uh, he would yeah, leave. He'd never leave, yeah. Yeah, that's enticing. Well, he wouldn't <laughs> leave alive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we might start wrapping things up. So, Cookson, um, I think I've, I think I already know the answer to this question. But do you have an, uh, do you have a fell on the floor nominee for the week? No. <laughs> oh, that's, not, that's not the did answer I was see, expecting. Did anyone see Mancini get hit in the face with a? I did say that. Yeah, with the, with a ball. I did. Say you ever that. got hit in the and, face? And his, uh, selfie. I yeah. was I was more thinking uh, Pantelimon. Pantelimon Cookson against Liverpool. I didn't see it, so you might need to judge it. Let's see your rant, SM. Oh, I I didn't actually see it either. To be honest, I was I was I flicked over to to play some Halo, which was a bit more entertaining than watching the game. You're kidding. But, uh, from all reports, 
Liverpool are playing boring football. Wow. Look, Foxtel, Foxtel thought it was such a boring game that they decided to change the feed to watch Chelsea warm up for their game because they, they knew people would prefer to watch that. Dude, you missed out on a world-class performance. <laughs> I watched Costa put the ball in the back of the net a couple of times. That was pretty enticing. Watched him, you know, taking his beanie off. and You missed out on the future Ronaldo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, from all uh, reports, Pentelmon yeah. took a bit of a dive. That excitement, Costa, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I'd, I'd probably it, suggest that. It, 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 it. Um, I actually watched the first half two and spaced out in a second. Sorry? Sorry, are we saying Ty Cobb? Yeah, we've lost Ty Cobb. Have you managed to find the video, Cookson? No, but Panty Lemon or whatever his name is going to have it. All right. <laughs> we didn't see it, but he has it anyway. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, thanks very much for coming on, boys, and thank you all for listening at home. This has been... The Hooligan Report for another week, and until next time, we'll see you on the forums.